And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. That we can, and so help us God, we will make America great again. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the No Gimmicks Podcast. I'm your humble host, as always, Brady Leonard. Hopefully you guys are having a great week. Um, A lot to get to today, as always. Uh, So much to get to. Um, (laughs) Trump going after the 14th Amendment. Um, The media losing their minds, as always. I'm going to break down some some, uh, poll numbers as we are only six days out from midterm elections. Um, Before we get to all of that, I want to say hi to our sponsors over at 1776 United. 1776 United is the best conservative apparel company in the country. They're great. You guys are really going to like these these guys. They are tremendous. Um, they, they have whatever you want, any kind of uh, shirt, tank, uh, hoodies, hats, anything for both men and women. Um, all their stuff is super high quality, super soft, fits great. Um, they, they really have all, all kinds of great stuff, and not just apparel, too. They have all kinds of other stuff. They have, like, mugs and, and all kinds of different stuff over there. Um, check them out at 1776united.com. That is 1776united.com. Make sure you use the promo code GIMMICKS. Once again, that is the promo code GIMMICKS at checkout for 15% off of your order. Once again, 1776united.com. Check them out. I also want to say hi to our friends over at Premier Vapor. If you smoke and you want to quit, or if you vape already, you need to check out Premier Vapor. They have the largest selection of premium e-liquid anywhere in the country. Um, It is really, really great stuff. I'm chiefing on some right now. They have any kind of uh, battery mod tank, any kind of coils or atomizers, anything you need for your vape setup, they have. If you're in Northwest Ohio, they have physical locations in Perrysburg and Holland, Ohio. Uh, If not, uh, you can check them out at premiervaporandlounge.com. That is premiervaporandlounge.com, and they will give you free shipping on all orders over 35 bucks. If you haven't already, please follow us on Twitter at NoGimmicksPod. Please subscribe on iTunes or SoundCloud. Um, If you're on iTunes, please give us a five-star rating and a good review. We'd really appreciate that. I noticed on Twitter yesterday we lost another 100 followers or so. Uh, Twitter is at it again, just purging conservatives. So make sure you subscribe on iTunes or SoundCloud um, or Google Play. We're on there too. Um, so you get notifications when we uh, upload new episodes just in case you get banned from Twitter, um, which, let's be honest, that will probably happen. And if you want to get involved with what we have going on, check us out on Patreon. Download the Patreon app or uh, go to patreon.com slash the No Gimmicks Podcast. You can contribute monthly there and uh, get involved and, uh, and help us continue to grow this thing bigger and better. Um, All right, let's get to the news of the day. Look, there's been a lot of talk from from the Democrats and well, from everybody about dialing back the the rhetoric, the the toxic rhetoric, the inflammatory rhetoric. Um, After obviously that this this bomber was sending bombs through through the mail uh, after an anti-Semite stormed a a Pittsburgh synagogue and and started shooting Jews. People are like okay, let's let's dial back the rhetoric a little bit. Uh, obviously, that did not happen. Uh, the Democrats are completely incapable of doing that. Um, let's. I'm going to play a clip from our good friend Don Lemon, who's literally the dumbest person on television. Uh, here is Don Lemon on CNN. This is about this a little bit this weekend. I keep trying to point out to people not to demonize any one group or any one ethnicity, but we keep thinking that the biggest terror threat is something else. Some some, some people who are marching you know, towards the border, like it's imminent. And when the last time they did this, a couple hundred people came 
and they, you know, most of them did get into the country. Most of them tired, you know, got tuckered out before they even made it to the border. Um, so we have to stop demonizing people and realize the biggest terror threat in this country is white men, most of them radicalized right up to the right. And we have to start doing something about them. There is no travel ban on them. There is no ban on, you know, they had the Muslim ban. There is no white guy ban. So what do we do about that? Ah, uh, yes. We can't demonize people. Also, white men are bad. It's all those damn white people. They're the problem. But we can't use inflammatory rhetoric and we can't demonize people. But white people are the problem. Like, one, does Don Lemon hear the words coming out of his mouth? I mean, man, he's really bad when he's not reading off a teleprompter. You take away the prompter and it's just this just word salad. It's like he just puts words into a blender and mixes them up and spits them out in a random order. I mean, wow. This guy, he truly is the dumbest man on television. And not only is this racist, I mean, to say, like, yeah, the you know, white men, they're the real terrorists, not Muslim extremists, not not anybody else, not the people trying to enter our country illegally, you know, a, a caravan of 10,000 strong, rapidly approaching the southern border. That's no big deal. It's the whites. It's white people. Not only is this racist, obviously, but that's a hell of a strategy to win elections. Like, I honestly, I hope the Democrats keep keep this up. I mean, this is, I know we say all the time, and everybody in conservative media says all the time, this is how you got Trump. This is how you got Trump. This is how you got Trump. Like, the white vote, you didn't used to be a thing. Like, there was not a quote-unquote white vote. Like, the white vote was pretty split between the Democrats and the Republicans. Even the white male vote was split pretty evenly between Democrats and Republicans until recently. And that's because the Democrats, they, they figured out that they can win elections, or at least they, they think they can win elections, by just demonizing white people, by just kicking white people in the teeth. And that's how you get, like, an overwhelming majority of white men to vote for Trump, because they're like, okay, well, this guy doesn't hate me, right? The media and the Democrats, but obviously I repeat myself, they've been just kicking white men in the face for years. And that, you know, I, I hate tribalism. I don't like, you know, voting based on skin color or anything like that. If the Democrats just keep telling white people that they suck, you know, <laughs> telling Christians that they suck, you know, you're bitter clingers, you're clinging to, to you know, Bibles and guns and, and whatever Obama said. Yeah, like, the, the country's like 65% white and 75% Christian. And the majority of, of the country does not live in, you know, Baltimore, New York, Washington, D.C., and Los Angeles, and San Francisco, right? <laughs> like, the majority of, of the population lives in the middle of the country, and they've been telling us for years, if you're white, you suck. If you're a man, you suck. If you believe in God, you suck. You know, we remember the Democrats booed God at the, at the 2012 Democratic National Convention. So why, why would white people in the middle of the country who, who read the Bible vote for Democrats? I mean, I, I'm, a, I'm a straight white Christian male living in Ohio. And for years, the Democrats have been telling me, you suck because you're white, you suck because you're a man, you suck because you believe in God, and you suck because you live in Ohio, because Ohio sucks, right? <laughs> so, like, why would I—that's such an odd strategy. Like, why would—if you're trying to get straight white Ohioans to vote for you, why are you continually telling us that we suck because of what we look like, we suck because who we worship, and we suck because where we live? That's not only racist and ridiculous, it's also 
just a dumb strategy. But keep it up, Don Lemon, because this is how you got Trump. I know that's an overused, tired expression, but honestly, like, why would you demonize the majority of the country? It goes back to Hillary Clinton's deplorables. You know, you're, if you're a straight white man living in Ohio, you're, you're deplorable and irredeemable. That's a hell of an election strategy, guys. <laughs> hell of a strategy. Keep it up, Don Lemon, because I think you're, you're pushing voters towards the Republican Party. Um, another piece of news from yesterday that set the entire Internet and, and media on fire. Uh, it doesn't take much. I mean, it, it doesn't really matter what happens. Uh, they're going to set their hair on fire no matter what. But President Trump has been teasing an executive order that that he says would end birthright citizenship. Uh, birthright citizenship is the you know the quote unquote anchor baby program. That's a little derogatory, but that, that's basically the idea. If you come here illegally, drop a kid, uh, that kid is is uh, an American citizen and you know gets all the benefits of being an American citizen. Uh, that this, uh, all right. Is he going to issue this executive order? Maybe, maybe not. He says he's going to. Um, obviously, President Trump is a smart guy. He knows that it would immediately be challenged in court. Honestly, I think this case would essentially go immediately to the Supreme Court. I mean, it might be the, I don't know, the record time-wise for uh, a case going to the Supreme Court, but this, it would it would be before lunch, <laughs> you know? Like, it would, it would immediately go to the highest court in the land and would probably be shot down. Uh, Lindsey Graham is planning to uh, introduce a piece of legislation on the floor of the Senate that would essentially do the same thing and this birthright citizenship program. Uh, I don't even know if, if an act of Congress would get this done um, because it, let, let me read the, the, the clause in the 14th Amendment that addresses or you know is interpreted to address uh, this situation. Quote, all persons born or naturalized in the United States and subject to the jurisdiction thereof are citizens of the United States and the state wherein they reside. And that has been interpreted uh, that, you know, if you come here illegally and, and, and have a kid, then then your kid is a citizen of the United States and the state wherein they reside. Um, I don't know if I would interpret it that way. And I'm, I'm not a constitutional lawyer or anything, so um, it's kind of above my pay grade, but, you know, all persons born or naturalized in the United States are, and subject to the jurisdiction thereof. If you're an illegal alien, you are a citizen of another country. You are a citizen of your home country. So wouldn't that mean that you're subject to the jurisdiction of that country since you're not, in fact, an American citizen? I don't know. I mean, that's kind of how I would interpret that. Uh, the The only way that you could actually get rid of birthright citizenship, which, honestly, I believe you should. Um, I, I, I don't think it's it's good policy, um, but it's been interpreted by the Supreme Court uh, to be protected by the 14th Amendment for a long time. It is precedent. It's really hard for SCOTUS to overturn precedent. Uh, who knows? F- five uh, justices could say, look, uh, we don't believe that, that, uh, that the 14th Amendment does cover anchor babies. They could do that. I it would. I don't think you'd get five out of the nine Supreme Court justices to to interpret it that way, but it's possible. Um, and Trump knows that this is going to go to the Supreme Court, um, and I doubt that this would actually pass through both houses of Congress. Um, I, who who knows? I, to to change this to get rid of of birthright citizenship, you would need a constitutional amendment. 
more than likely, which requires a supermajority of both houses of Congress and a supermajority of the states. Um, I don't see that happening. <laughs> I could see it maybe passing the Senate, probably not the House, and getting maybe half the states, which wouldn't even put us close to amending the Constitution. It's ex- it's an extremely arduous process to amend the Constitution. I just don't see it happening. I think this is more so just to fire up the Republican base. Um, if, if this were put up to a popular vote, to be honest, should we get rid of birthright citizenship and amend the Constitution? It was just a national popular vote. I have a feeling that it would pass because I don't think many people think it makes sense that illegal aliens can just come here, drop a kid, and then that kid, you know, can vote in 18 years. <laughs> that really doesn't make any sense. I'm not saying we should deport all these people that have kids in the country illegally, but you know, immediately giving them, you know, the the full benefits of United States citizenship does seem a little ridiculous. And you're rewarding people for breaking the law. Um, that doesn't really make a lot of sense to me, but. I, this executive order is not going to work. I don't even think if they got it through Congress, that would do the trick. And I think the chances of amending the Constitution to get rid of birthright citizenship has a chance in hell to, to, to happen. I just don't see that happening, at least not anytime soon. I think it's just throwing red meat to the base, trying to get, get GOP voters in places like Tennessee and Arizona, um, you know Montana. You know these red states that that are that that are looking at really really tough Senate races. And, you know get these voters fired up to go out to the polls. I think that's all it is. I I think President Trump knows that this probably isn't going to go anywhere. Um, yeah. Before we wrap it up, obviously we are six days out from the midterm elections. Guys, please vote. Please get out there and vote uh, on on Tuesday. Vote early if you're in a state where you can vote early. Um, vote Republican. I'm really not seeing. Any any Democrats w- worth voting for at this point? I may be wrong. There might be someone somewhere, but in all these key races, we really need you guys to get out there and vote Republican. So let me pull up real clear politics. See where the RCP averages are for a lot of these Senate races. We'll start with the Senate, and and things can still change. Six days out's a long time, and and some of these aren't. Uh, you know, some of these polls didn't come out in the last few days. So this is the average for the last week or so on a lot of these big um, Senate races. We'll start with the good news. It's looking like Missouri's in the bag. Uh, Josh Hawley is up uh, a two points on average over uh, Democratic Senator Claire McCaskill. Uh, and the most recent polling is showing him up by four, four and a half. So I think Republicans are going to pick up that seat in Nevada. Dean Heller is up. 1.7 points on average. Uh, so it looks like he will maintain his seat in Nevada. Uh, Braun is up uh, half a percent on average, but the recent polling is showing him up two or three over Joe Donnelly, the incumbent Democrat in Indiana. It looks like Republicans will flip that seat. Marsha Blackburn is up huge. She's running away with Tennessee. That that should be fine. Ted Cruz is up huge over old Bobby Franks, Robert Francis O'Rourke in Texas. <laughs> that doesn't really look like... Uh, He'll have too much of a problem there. Heidi Heidkamp is cooked. Uh, Kevin Kramer is up 12.3 points in North Dakota, so we are going to flip that seat. Uh, it doesn't look like Joe Manchin is going down in West Virginia. He's up 12 points. I don't know how that guy keeps getting reelected. Uh, he basically votes like a leftist and then will come out and say a few moderate things, like he did vote for Brett Kavanaugh uh, and Neil Gorsuch, to his credit. But he does vote with Chuck Schumer about 90% of the time, and, and President Trump won West Virginia by something like 40 points. 
so it's just crazy that you know Joe Manchin is a is a, a well respected former governor and senator. So I think you just I don't know. And uh, it's looking like Governor Rick Scott of Florida is going to have a tough time overcoming incumbent Democrat Bill Nelson. Uh, Nelson is up an average of two points. Some polls are showing a dead heat, but the majority of the polls are showing Nelson up. Uh, that's that's unfortunate because Rick Scott's a good man, uh, and I think we had a lot of hope. And there's still a chance that, that he could win Florida, but it's not looking great at this point. Um, Kirsten Cinema is up point point zero two points, um, in on average in Arizona. Wow, over Martha McSally, I, that that would be, th- this woman's a socialist who <laughs> had several videos leaked, uh, basically explaining how she hates Arizona. So that would be that would be really something if if Arizona elects a socialist that hates them. Uh, I I I know she's still up. Some some polls do have McSally up. Um, I I have to believe that McSally is gonna is gonna is gonna make it over the finish line here. I I can't imagine um, Arizona electing a wild leftist. But the real clear politics average has a net pickup of two seats for the Republicans, so that would leave the Republicans with fifty three Senate seats, the Democrats with forty seven. That is if Kirsten Cinema beats. Uh, McSally in Arizona and Josh Hawley, Braun, and Kevin Kramer all win their seats. So Republicans would lose one seat, uh, Democrats would lose three, and it'd be a net gain of two seats for the Republicans. Obviously, if if we do hang on to Arizona, which I do think is likely, that would give us a net of of three, uh, three a three seat pickup in the Senate. That would leave us with fifty four Senate seats. So I, I think that's about right. That would be my prediction six days out that we either end up with fifty three or fifty four. Republican senators, which would be a little bit more comfortable of a majority when it comes to confirming judge, judges and, and, and stuff like that. Over to the House, it's not looking great. Uh, the polls were tightening a little bit, but it looks like the Democrats are pulling away a little bit. This is You got to get out and vote on Tuesday, guys. Every vote counts, especially in these congressional races. You know, you're looking at districts that only have you know 300,000 people, 200,000 people in them. Uh, less than half of those people will actually vote. Uh, and a lot of these races come down to 500 or a thousand votes. So, you know, you need, uh, a party needs 218 seats in the house to, uh, to take a majority, uh, real clear politics has the Democrats with, uh, 204 safe seats and the GOP with 199 safe seats and 32 seats that are toss ups. So, you know, Democrats only need to win 14 of those 32 to take a majority and, and make <laughs> uh, Nancy Pelosi Speaker of the House again. Um, so is it is it possible that they only pick up 10 or 12 or 13? Yeah, that's possible. It's definitely possible. The polling data could be off a little bit. There could be, uh, you know, a big turnout among GOP voters. Um, and Democrats are going to pick up seats. It's just a matter of how many. It, they could only pick up 10 and fall short, but they only need 14 of these 32 toss-up seats to to take uh, the House of Representatives. And it's it's looking pretty likely that they're going to do that, unfortunately. But a lot can happen in six days, and you just never know. But, yeah, if, if I do have to make a prediction, um, and this will kind of be my final prediction. I know we have a show coming out on Monday, but um, I'm not going to make another prediction, you know, 12 hours before 
before election day or something that that would be weird but you know my final prediction is this that the democrats do pick up the house they'll probably end up with somewhere between 220 and 224 seats something like that obviously anything can happen but that that's my prediction and on the senate side i believe we'll pick up three seats i do think uh we will hang on to arizona um and i think we will also pick up uh missouri north dakota and indiana that is my pick but I'm wrong about a lot. <laughs> I admit that. I am wrong often. You never know. It could be a red wave. We could hang on to both houses of Congress and, and gain seats. Or it could be a blue wave and we could lose everything. Who knows? I just don't know. But that's my story and I'm sticking to it. And uh, I will talk to you again on Monday. Everybody go vote, guys. You got to vote. Vote early if you can. You know, beat the lines. Nobody likes waiting in line. If not, make sure you get up before work. Go vote on Tuesday. Every vote counts. Um, that's it. That's all I got for this week. Have a great weekend. I'm Brady Leonard. I will be back on Monday. No gimmicks.